BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan Engineering. Now, talking local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. The NASCAR K&N Pro Series West is set to get dirty in the Vegas desert. And we talk pro late model racing with one West Coast track promoter. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast for Wednesday, February 27th, 2019. Kyle Rickey here in Killingly, Connecticut. Joined once again by my co-host, Hannah Newhouse, in our Concord, North Carolina studios. Before we talk about the week ahead and the hopeful warmth of the Vegas desert, Hannah and I just back from the Atlanta Motor Speedway where we worked the Gander Outdoor Truck Series race. Have you thought out yet, Hannah, from those wonderful 40-degree and wet temperatures on Saturday afternoon? You see, I feel a little betrayed, actually, because we worked that truck race and it was so cold on pit road. And then you watched the truck race, or the cup race from Atlanta on Sunday, and they had beautiful weather conditions, blue skies, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not where I was less than 24 hours beforehand. But yes, finally thawed out. Looking forward to some Vegas heat, even though they got snow, I believe, like a week ago. Temperatures look way more promising than they did in Atlanta. Looking for temperatures between 65 and 75 degrees. This weekend, five nights of racing, or I guess five days of racing, beginning tonight with some practice for the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series West on the dirt track. The World of Outlaws will join them. All three of NASCAR's national series there, including Motor Racing Network's broadcast of the Gander Outdoor Truck Series race on Friday night. A very diverse entry list, Hannah, for the Kane and West Series. Who do we expect is going to run well uh, when we take the green flag on Thursday night? I feel like the thing you can't count out is Haley Deegan. She was strong there last year. She's got this dirt experience. She won her heat race, qualified quick time, and was in the top three. So Haley Deegan's like almost that pick that you can't not deny. But Jefferson Pitts Racing actually has an under or a, a dark horse where they have a dirt driver in that lineup, and he might be one to watch as well. Sheldon Creed won the race a year ago and is running full-time uh, this year in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. Haley Deegan finished second in that race, so we're going to have to keep an eye on uh, Haley when they take the green flag on Thursday night. Jagger Jones is a rookie in that series and uh, just 16 years of age, coming from an asphalt uh, short track background, won the track championship last year, I believe at Kern County Raceway Park in the late models. How do we think he's going to fare, one, on dirt, and two, this season, driving for Sunrise Ford Racing, as he'll join us here in a little bit on the show? He's definitely a rookie, but he's got a lot of experience, like you said. He raced for Junior uh, junior Motorsports last year in a late model stock out here on the East Coast, had success. Um, but there's also something that he's really good at, and it's something I want to bring up, Kyle, that you maybe um, aren't so sure about, is Jacker Jones can actually shift. He knows how to drive a manual. What? So, um we actually found out on the truck that you can't drive a manual, and we revoked your NASCAR racing license that you received here at uh, Daytona International Speedway when you raced 
um, as part of the driving experience there with the teams. And we found out that you cannot drive sticks. So before we get into, you know, Jagger Jones and everything, we'd like to reach out and extend some help to some of our friends up in the north. As you can see, we have a video here of Kyle getting some assistance on the racetrack from the push truck because he couldn't find first gear. So we're going to actually ask a modified driver to reach out. We're going to teach Kyle Ricky this year in the 2019 season how to drive stick. And we would love that to be a part of NASCAR coast to coast. Um, Kyle, I mean, at least at least you got up to speed, right? We've got no words. <laughs> yeah, I have. That's the first time in the history of my now twenty-plus year driving career I actually tried a manual. <laughs> It's on pit road at Daytona International Speedway, so give me some credit. There you go, Ryan Priest, Doug Kobe. Let me know. We'll I'll send the video cameras up there. We'll we'll do. We'll, we need this to be a segment on coast to coast. <laughs> Anyways, Jagger Jones. What do you think of him? <laughs> I think he's going to be a good. I mean, he's got a good team behind him over at uh, Sunrise Ford. They've obviously got strong people. Bill Sedgwick being his crew chief, you know, championship contender. That's a good team to go to because they have so much experience at all of these racetracks. Dirt might be something that he's new at and might be a learning experience for him. K&N cars are definitely going to be a learning experience. But they really relate to these late model stock cars that he came over and raced here on the East Coast. So I, I think he'll be competitive right off the bat, if I'm honest. All right. We'll talk to him here in a little bit on the show. Also on the show today uh, will be track owner and promoter out at Madeira Speedway, Kenny Shepard. Uh, a track that has really embraced the idea of junior late models, something that's starting to pop up around the country. The uh, the rules are different from track to track, but uh, for the most part, they're super late models or pro late models, um, but restricted for young kids to drive. And And I know that's something that uh, you wanted to chat about this week, Hannah, and, and we'll go talk with Kenny in a little bit. But, but your thoughts on these th this new division of a junior late model featuring kids behind the wheel of 10 to 16 years old. Yeah, it's something that I did want to bring up because, you know, it's it's becoming more and more prevalent actually on the West Coast. We've seen a couple tracks out in Washington add this division. Meridian Speedway had been talks of it. Madero is where it was really coined. So it's popping up around my home areas. And so um, it's definitely something that's been in the talks and social media too. So we actually took two social media on our Twitter handle, um, MRN Coast to Coast, and ask people what we think or what do you guys think of junior late model divisions? How young is too young? And it was different. We got a lot of feedback from all of the different areas. For me, I didn't necessarily go through the ranks because we didn't have so many like legends and bandoleros. That wasn't a really big thing from where I was from. So I made my transition into a stock car at 14 in a pro truck, which was a 602 crate motor. But this was around ASA sanctioning. So all of our tracks were a minimum age of 16 to even be able to race there. So I had to go and convince the promoters and go and convince the series and, you know, do private test days and all this stuff to be able to prove that I can compete. And they finally let me at 14. And so it's been different to see now these 10 and 11 year olds climbing behind full late models that are getting to compete. And social media was crazy. We got so many different viewpoints of, yes, if they can prove themselves and handle it, throw them in a late model at 10. And other people that are like, 
No, people don't have the mental capacity to wheel a full-size car until they're 15, 16, 17 years old. It was insane the response we got. So if you got some time to kill, you can go check out that Twitter feed as well as my Facebook post on it. Definitely interesting, but Kenny Shepard over at Madeira Speedway hasn't had nothing but success with their junior late model program, so looking forward to talking to him about it. Hopefully those 10-year-olds can shift better <laughs> in a stock car. Madeira Speedway uh, track owner and operator Kenny Shepard will join us after the break to talk about this very topic. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. This is ORNTL 11884, Castrol GTX High Mileage 5 Quartz for the price of conventional $26.99 and MicroGuard filter. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Save on your next oil change with 5 Quartz of Castrol GTX High Mileage Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter on sale now for the same price as Castrol Conventional for just $26.99. Improve engine performance in your vehicle with Castrol Motor Oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan Engineering. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Madera Speedway is a one-third mile paved oval in Madera, California, set to open up their 2019 season in just a couple of weeks on March 9th, beginning of their 43rd season of racing at its current location. Pro late models are their feature division each week, but the track in recent years has adopted the junior late models with a uh, I believe a nine-race program here in 2019. Track owner Kenny Shepard joins us now on the guest line to talk about the development of this division. Kenny, welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yeah, thank you for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Now, we've been watching super late models and pro late models at short tracks across the country now for, for decades. How did the concept of the junior late model come into play and why do you believe your racetrack, Madeira Speedway in California, is the right place to host them on a fairly regular basis here in 2019? Uh, well, the way it came into play, basically, I pretty much invented the idea or came up with the concept. It was really from, from my racing experience coupled with cause and effect, you know, where the sport went so much, you know, at the top end of the sport and what the drivers needed to be ready, and they became younger and younger, you know, so really – probably a real fast forward look at it 1993 i went on i started i i I myself moved from the local tracks to the southwest tour nascar southwest tour that toured from phoenix sonoma you know all over the western states colorado west 94 i ran the dupont car jeff gordon at sears point jeff gordon had driven that car in saturday's race the year before in 93 the week after that was at sonoma the week after that jeff gordon wins his first cup race uh, and then from there, fast forward, Kurt Busch, uh, 1999, I finished second in the Featherlight NASCAR Southwest Tour Championship to Kurt. Kurt wins that championship and then goes off to Roush, really young driver. And then fast forward, probably again, just and I'm missing some drivers, but jump forward to Kyle Busch, goes into the trucks, ages are changing, and you go into you know the early 2000s, mid-2000s, and the sport changes again. Well, 2006, 
2003 to six, maybe seven through that zone, I, I became very interested in why tracks were failing in the Western United States, why the sport was turning downward, why we were losing the youth to our sport, a lot of motorcycle activity with youth and other, other activities. So I got involved and rebuilt a few racetracks, and by 2007, 8, 9, through that window, really had the idea we had to address this issue of losing our youth, coupled with the pressure that was coming from the fact that to be a cup driver, look at the demands and how young. You know, when I came up, it was, you know, being friends with the, the Irvin family, Ernie Irvin, Vic Irvin, that family from out here, um, you could still be in your 30s and become a cup driver. Then it became you had to go to your mid to mid twenties or young twenties. Now, heck, if these drivers aren't just ready to rip and roar and just be amazing at seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, they're written off as old people. So a lot of it was cause and effect, coupled with what I thought the sport needed. We need to keep the youth involved. And and the other side of this was working with a lot of families. I retired out of the driver's seat in NASCAR K and N in two thousand seven and working with a lot of families and recruiting to bring them into the sport. We also don't have as many mechanics and people that, you know, can fabricate and build things. So it was really difficult on the families from the age maybe 9 to 14. Look at the three or four different types of cars the parents would have to really learn and learn how to wrench on in the setups. It was really hard. So I thought, you know, there's a couple of things. So it was all kind of cause and effect why we did this. And one of the big things that was talked about is obviously these kids are very young. Can you maybe explain to us the age limits in which this junior late model is open to and then the parameters of the cars? Because, you know, we talk about young kids that are, are they capable of wheeling a 600 power or horsepower late model? But that's not so much what these junior late models are. So what are the parameters of these cars and the age limit of the division? Well, I think the, the parameters of the car and the age limit, that's one thing. The other thing we should talk about is um, racing years and age and something that I call, for example, in my era, by the time I was 22 years old, 23, I deal with kids right now that are 12 and 13 years old or, you know, maybe even 14 years of age that have as much seat time experience and savvy as I was able to acquire by the time I was 22. So um, one of the big parameters with our program, so on, on the car first, and then I'll talk about the drivers. Um, on the car, we have a tapered restrictor plate that we started testing in 2012. We actually launched, this will be our fourth year on MAV-TV with the junior late models, our fifth year on MAV-TV with a pro series. So the adult car and the kids car is really an identical race car, except for the kids has a tapered plate, a tapered restrictor plate. Ironically, there was a lot of talk last weekend you know, about tapered plates. What that did, and I did a lot of the driving, a lot of the testing myself, as well as a few of the other um, Pro Series drivers at our track, to come up with a restrictor plate that still allowed the car to have significant horsepower, but it was a very docile or a tame exit up off of the corner transition. That tapered plate, we were able to, to do that and, and meet the goals of what we had. The other thing was the tire. What we nickname on the TV show, you'll hear our commentators, even myself at the intro of the show, a lot of times talk about this Hoosier control tire. What I did was I took the slick tire off of the car. We put a Hoosier 970, which American Racer makes a good one and other, other folks, but the Hoosier 970 is what we found to be the best. There's a lot of slip angle in the tire, meaning the rim is going one direction, the tread's going another direction. And so that really limited the corner speed. It also limits the amount of traction available on exit. I also repaved the Madera Speedway in 2012, tri-banked it, changed some things on the track, so it was a better two or possibly even three wide track, and it was a little bit easier, and now is a little bit easier to drive. So a couple of things there. Now the most important thing is 
what people need to realize, and we get from our TV show, we get 1,500, 2,000 emails, and, you know, different things on our social media hitting us after the TV shows air on Thursday night with all these questions. And what people understand that watch the show and watch the program and watch these drivers come up is this series, the Junior Late Models, is not for every kid. It's not for very many kids, actually. It's, it's for the best of the best. So picture, I go back to when we were on the Southwest Tour back in the 90s, from the Ron Hornadays to Doug George to Kevin Harvick to Kurt Busch to so many of the other you know, good drivers that didn't make it up there. It was the best of the best. So you, you, to make it on that Southwest Tour, it was the track champions from tracks, you know, basically Colorado West. And if you got to see that show, that was the best 20, 22 drivers at a local short track that was in that series. Same thing with the junior late models. We have this year, we've got 20 drivers that we approved that we brought into the program. Last year, we had 16. We have a lot of, we have, if I took any and all drivers, I could have 65 or 70 drivers. I've got drivers right now from Canada, from New York, drivers from the Midwest, drivers from Idaho, Washington, New Mexico, Arizona. To make the best 20, we pulled from everywhere that we possibly could because it, this is for the elite drivers, the top drivers, only the best, the, the sports future stars. Most of these kids, since they could walk, they've been in a quarter midget, a go-kart. They have so much experience. And even to make it into our program is difficult, and it's just for the best of the best. Now, we have a training program that's not part of our nine-race televised series. If you go to our schedule, you'll see what's called Exhibition Junior Late Model Racing. That is where we train. Uh, many of the kids in, that made the program this year were in that program last year. So it's just it's for the best of the best. And I get calls from other tracks and series. Back at PRI this year, there was a lot of, lot of talk about the group um, that's doing a, a, a junior series back in the Midwest. I sat and had meetings with them, and I, I give them all the information I can. But the thing I emphasize, you know, there's probably, in my view right now, there's probably 30 kids that are in the 10 to 13 bracket that, in the nation that belong in a late model. So it's, it's just the phenoms, the superstars. And what's amazing with our program this year, you know, you've got, again, there's uh, five, six young ladies that are in our program out of that 20 that are, and we've got a young lady that all of you guys are going to hear about, uh, Kersey Young's her name. She is unbelievable. Uh, very low budget, real mom and dad operation. But uh, she's. You guys are going to hear all about her. And so it's about the best of the best is what it's about. Well, uh, definitely look forward to it. You have answered, I think, all of my questions regarding the uh, the junior late models and and how drivers get to be a part of it. I want to talk about your racetrack for a quick moment? May nineteen, just a couple weeks away. What's some of, some of the big highlights of your schedule this year at Madeira? Well, it's, it's pretty amazing what uh, the track was closed down in 2006. It uh, was going away forever, and like I talked about, a lot of my interests, the reason I got involved, I never dreamt of being a track promoter, a series director, uh, but my, I was so interested in what was going wrong with these tracks. So the track, Madeira Speedway, was closed 2006, went through a rebuild process. Uh, we still, in fact, we just finished a, a new lighting project, so lot, lots of new exciting things going on at the facility. And then as far as the schedule, certainly the nine MAV-TV races that fans get to see the as we're filming those races, the, the Pro Series, we've got a brand-new sponsor, NutUp Industries. I'll announce it right now exclusive. We haven't even put it out in public yet, but NutUp Industries, which is a almond uh, snack, real healthy snacks, taking over the title sponsorship for the Pro Series. So it'll be the NutUp Pro Series, and then we have the 5150 Energy Drink Junior Late Model Series. They compete on those nine televised nights. And then we've got another concept that we started. Uh, we've got midgets. So you kind of go back to the 70s, 
Saturday Night Thunder that, you know, launched Jeff Gordon and some of the other drivers. So Saturday Night Thunder type program that we have on another six nights where you will see our Challenge Cup series. And what Challenge Cup is, is the older K&N ARCA type cars that it's the next step for the juniors so they can compete in a truck arm heavy car. And we're actually filming those events in conjunction with the midget races on those other six nights. So there are 15 unbelievable nights of racing, 24 race calendar and some other fun events that we're doing. We've got a California 400. The cars have to race through pumpkins. That'll be on Mav TV, Lucas on the Edge this year. So we're doing a lot of TV there, a lot of activity. Um, but certainly the, the single thing that gets the most attention is the junior late models. I came up with that idea and, you know, many years ago, put it in play right on television in 2015. Number one thing we get calls on, um, and, and I will say also, and I'd like to add this on the juniors, back to the juniors, it's been really healthy for the sport. Um, we see so many kids, the culture at Madera Speedway has changed, so family-oriented, and kids now that have graduated upwards can either go on a path towards cup racing uh, at the highest level, you know, Monster Cup, or uh, maybe a, a regional tour or even a local racetrack. So what will come from the juniors is a lot of health in the sport, you know, we've got Haley Deegan on her way up. Haley came through our program a couple of years ago in the juniors. We've got Jesse Love that just signed with Keith Coons in the Toyota deal. So that's the path, you know, what Larson took. And then we've got other drivers that have graduated that have gone up to the SRL Spears Southwest Tour and others that are at their local tracks now back in Washington, Idaho, uh, wherever, that are just superstars at their own track. So, again, the, the focus on this is health and the sport, and, and it's making sure we're meeting the demands of keeping youth engaged in our sport. And it sounds like you guys are doing just that. Uh, Kenny Shepard, best of luck to you this 2019 season and, and can't wait to watch all the coverage this year on uh, MAF TV. And we, I appreciate you guys having us on and uh, having the opportunity. If anyone, you know, if you've ever got a question or anyone has questions, I will, we're glad to answer. And I just, it makes a lot of sense, but emphasizing the, the juniors, the, the 10, 11, 12 year old and the late model has to be a very special 10, 11, 12 year old. Absolutely. Kenny Shepard, owner of Madera Speedway with us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Coming up, NASCAR k Pro Series West rookie driver for Sunrise Ford Racing, Jagger Jones joins us after the break. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan Engineering. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. 16-year-old Jagger Jones will make his NASCAR k Pro Series West debut later this week at the Bull Ring at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I take that back. The dirt track at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and he joins us now 
on the guest line. Jagger, welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast, and uh, congratulations on the off-season news that you're going to be driving for Sunrise Ford Racing this uh, 2019 season. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Let's talk about how the opportunity came together. Obviously, a very successful team a year ago with Bob Rincotti, uh putting you now in the seat, uh, the team winning the championship just a year ago in the series. Yeah, so I've been racing uh, late models the past two years at Irwindale and Kern, uh, kind of in the area of Sunrise Ford, and Bob's obviously looking at some drivers from the West Coast racing late up-and-coming late model drivers to pot- potentially drive his car. So uh, I knew and we knew that we wanted to move up from the late models into the K&N series, and Bob uh, saw my your, my talent, and he really liked uh, what I did the last couple of years, and Uh, we were able to put a deal together. Now, one of the things we talked about earlier in the show is you have ran these late model, super late model style cars. You also came to the East Coast, I believe, ran some late model stocks. Um, Have you had the opportunity to test in a K&N car yet? And do they relate to the late models that you drove, or are they more like those late model stocks with the truck arm cars? Um, Yeah, I had a chance to test uh, the K&N car a few times um, the past few months. And I think the biggest difference um, it, there's definitely a lot of similarities to both the late model, late model stocks. Um, just the biggest thing is uh, the bigger bodies and the they're a lot heavier cars, the K&N cars with a lot more power. So that's, uh, I would say, the biggest difference I see. Um, but I definitely feel a comparison to the late model and late model stocks. 2018 late model champion at Kern County Raceway in California. You found some success, as Hannah mentioned, driving for Dale Earnhardt Jr. and his late model on the East Coast Junior Motorsports. All of that on pavement. How well do you feel prepped for Thursday night's race on dirt in a K&N car? Yeah, for sure. That's when I saw the schedule and I was like, wow, a dirt race. I I don't have very much experience uh, with dirt oval racing. I've done a lot of off-road racing, uh, like desert racing in the past, which in my opinion, is completely different. So um, I tested a, um, a midget one time at Ventura. So that's the only real background I think that's going to help me a little bit. But it's definitely just going to be uh, having to learn. I'm gonna, There's a lot for me to learn with the driving my first K&N race and the whole dirt aspect too. So um, I'm going to definitely be asking a lot of questions and uh, watching a lot of laps in practice, just trying to learn, see, and try to figure out the differences between the dirt and the pavement. A dirt race kicking off this 2019 Kane Pro Series West schedule. Obviously, you've got Irwindale and Kern both on the schedules. Aside from those home tracks, though, what event are you looking forward to most this up-and-coming season? Um, I have to say I'm looking forward to Sonoma a lot. I've done a lot of road course racing in the past um, in go-karts and legend cars, and I've been pretty good pretty good with the road course and have I think more experience than a lot of the other guys um, in the series so I'm really looking forward to that race and I'm also looking forward to uh, my home a hometown race here in Phoenix uh, to end out the season out at ISM race so I think that's going to be cool I'll have probably have a lot of uh, family and friends out there because uh, I live about 45 minutes from the track so those are the two that I'm really looking forward to wanted to ask you about that. I read in, in a press release recently about your upcoming 2019 season, and you mentioned ISM Raceway as, as one of the races that you're looking forward to this season. What's uh, one of your earliest memories, maybe as a kid, uh, going to ISM Raceway there in Phoenix? 
Um, I think it was – I was probably uh, – I think I went there before, but I, the one I remember most from when I was little, was, I think I was um, – I was probably eight or nine, and it was just as I started racing go-karts. So I definitely, I definitely had a different perspective on racing at that time than I did before. So – and I got to uh, – meet and take some pictures with Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson, and I still have those today. So uh, that's a pretty good memory. ISM Raceway closing out that 2019 season. I love that racetrack. I had the opportunity to race there, I believe, in 2015. That last year, the K&N had ran and closed out their season there, and it still probably tops my favorite racetrack that I ever went to, as well as Irwindale Speedway, both on the K&N Pro Series West schedule this year. Your teammate this year, Trevor Huddleston, He's got some experience under his belt in these K&N cars. Have you been communicating with him, talking to him, and um, how well do you know Trevor? Yeah, so I know Trevor really well. We've uh, been teammates in the late models the past couple of years, and we've had a really good uh, relationship, I'd, I'd say. Um, we've definitely helped each other a lot um, racing late models, and he definitely does have more experience, like you said, in the K&N cars. He ran all last year, um, ran pretty good at some races, and I think – He'll be a help for me and also be a help for him uh, just trying to figure out our cars. And I can go with him or I can ask him some questions because he's been to most of the tracks on the schedule last year. So he'll, he'll be a help for me. And then I can also help him too a lot with uh, car setup and just we're, just try to help the Sunrise 4 team. As you mentioned Trevor Huddleston, a lot of experience in the series. Bill Sedgwick, your crew chief. And also, by the way, a two-time series champion, uh, one of the most experienced on the West Coast. How's that relationship developing during the preseason leading into this first race later this week? Yeah, Bill is definitely a great guy with a lot of experience um, as a driver and especially as a crew chief. So I'm really looking forward to – I know we've I've uh, met Bill a few times, and we've been talking this, these past couple months uh, in preparation for the season. But I'm really looking forward to – uh, working on that relationship better with him. And as the season goes along, kind of understanding each other more. I think uh, that's one of the big, uh, the most important part of this sport is really driver, crew chief, and team relationship. It's really important. I, that's uh, what really helped me my second year in my late models. Me and my crew chief, we kind of figured something out, out that last year, and we were able to win a lot of races. So I think if we can develop that and work towards that, we'll have a really good uh, season this year. Wrapping up our conversation with rookie driver Jagger Jones of the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West, looking to make his debut later this week at the dirt track at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Jagger, best of luck to you this Thursday night. We'll see you out there in a couple of nights from now. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on the show. Going to be a very competitive 2019 season, and Jagger Jones hoping to be one of those drivers running for this year's title. Coming up, we'll further preview this Thursday night's season opener for the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. This is ORNTL 11174 Chevron Techron Bogo. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Restore your vehicle's lost power by cleaning your entire fuel system with Chevron Tecron Fuel System Cleaner. Right now, buy one bottle, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Keep your engine clean and improve performance with Chevron Tecron Fuel System Cleaner. Buy one, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan Engineering. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Wrapping up our second show of the 2019 season, Kyle Rickey, Hannah Newhouse, both of us getting set to jet west for the NASCAR Keen and Pro Series West season opener in just a couple of nights this Thursday night at the uh, dirt track at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. We've talked a lot about Jagger Jones. At the top of the show, we talked about Haley Deegan a diverse entry list. Who are some of the other names that kind of stand out to you that could compete for a win on Thursday night and maybe even for the championship this year? Not to mention, we did talk about Jefferson Pitts Racing, who has seen success in the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series West with Grayson Raz and Noah Gregson. And they actually have a dirt track standout, Joey Tanner, who will be piloting a car for them at the dirt track. Lots of dirt experience under this guy's belt. So he could be one to really contend for this win, but as we look in the further into the season, you've got Trevor Huddleston with uh, Sunrise Ford, who's going to race the full year. He'll be good. He's got a season under his belt. You look at Bill McAnally Racing. They've got newcomer Brittany Zamora, who is a super late model standout in the Northwest. She's going to be good, too. She had a rough start to her season at New Smyrna, but I think she'll be good once she gets some more seat time underneath her, gets to go to these tracks testing, and she'll have Haley Deegan as well as Derek Krause, who got that win at New Smyrna, he's going to be really hard to beat for the championship this year. And then, of course, we also saw on Twitter recently, Cody Vanderwall will be back to run for a full season. And he he was really strong at the end of last year, too, capturing those double wins at Tucson. I like all those picks, but I think Derek Krause is going to be hard to beat for the title after watching him at New Smyrna just a couple of weeks ago to open up the East season. Another big news item this week, FansChoice.tv. You can watch all the races from the K&N East-West and NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Huge news uh, for short track fans that want to see the racing from all areas of this country. Yeah, what an opportunity. I remember sitting at home trying to follow live updates, and now you can watch these races, like you said, at home on your phone on FansChoice.tv. So great opportunity. Ryan Priest brought it up. This is going to give a whole opportunity to spread short track racing to so many different outlets and get that opportunity to watch these up-and-coming stars of NASCAR. Wait to get out there. Want to thank Andy Shepard and Jagger Jones for joining us. For producers Craig Moore, Brian Yesowich, and Hannah Newhouse, I'm Kyle Ricky. We'll see you back here next week on NASCAR Coast to Coast. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan Engineering. For more NASCAR Coast to Coast episodes, go to MRN.com or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.